G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. We've certainly been talking about marriage and the challenges that we face in society today. So many people appear to be moving into trial marriages, the try before you buy. And there are lots of good reasons why cohabiting is not the best way to go. We've been talking about those in recent days, Camille, but there's lots of reasons why cohabiting is something that ought to be avoided wherever you can think through this issue very carefully. Well, of course, I'm in agreement with that because at the end of the day, does it ensure a better future for those that do it? And we believe the answer is no, it does not. But before we address that, Neil, perhaps we'll just quickly review why people do it in the first place. It was something that was avoided in the past or little done in the past. Cohabitation was actually called living in sin. This term is not used anymore or very little, and that's because, of course, of postmodernism, relativism, tolerance, all these kind of things. There is the issue of marriage itself. It's viewed as more fragile, higher divorce rates. People are taking a cautious view before jumping into the marital commitment. Apparently, puberty is now happening earlier, and therefore sexual activity is happening earlier, and people are getting married older, and therefore, in the meantime, what do you do? Many choose to go the route of cohabitation. Then there's people who are materially affluent, as well as those who are in welfare benefits, and they somehow whatever reason, they delay marriage, they come together as cohabitating. Others come together to cohabitate because it saves money. You know, you're just paying one lot of rent rather than two. They have friendship in the, under their roof. They can have what they view as safe sex because at least you know who you're doing it with. And for them, at least some, it's a precursor to marriage. For others, It is an alternative to marriage, and even for a third category, it's simply an alternative from being all by yourself. And again, if it doesn't work out, people think you can simply walk away without the emotional damage that a divorce brings. Having said all this, it sounds good in the natural, but when you have a biblical worldview, it is really, with all due respect, a recipe for disaster, because we understand that marriage is God-given, it is God-blessed, it is God-honored. Alternatives to it are not just viewed as secondary or a consolation prize. Alternatives are actually viewed as something that could, in time, incur the wrath of God, something we don't want anybody to have. And certainly, viewing the spectacular failure of many of these kind of relationships, people end up much worse off with a greater chance of infidelity, a greater chance of emotional and physical abuse, a greater chance of divorce should they marry, or even a messy bust-up if they don't marry. 
le- plus less likely to have emotional and material happiness. I think, Neil, these are compelling reasons to do it the Bible way. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.